Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. Hey, everyone. My name's Shane. You didn't play the music. This is what I have. It's so loud. No, I think it sounds It's fine. so loud. Okay, you can end it. That's all I needed. Okay. Hey, everyone. My name's Shane Smith. I'm being, I am being forced to do this at gunpoint. Uh, and I am uh, 32 years old, and I really wanted to get into car racing, but I can't race real cars. So I am probably going to spend upwards of several thousand dollars so that I can race cars on my computer. What's up? I did see that. It looks like fun. It is. It is fun. Hey, what's up? My name's Noelle, and I couldn't race cars on my computer if I wanted to because I just found out that my internet at my new apartment is so fucking slow that the hotspot generated from my cell phone is three times faster, so fuck me. Rough. I love that it also, you sounded like a transformer when you said fuck me. It went, so. Yeah, it's the fucking internet. (laughs) Your internet's made of wood. It literally, what internet would go faster than whatever fucking bullshit they're trying to charge me fifty fucking dollars for? Jesus, me? fucking Jesus had better internet than you do. He did. He did. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh. Up, my internet is like the crackhead on the street corner screaming that the world is coming to an end, and then someone in Tennessee believing him. That's how fast my internet. Your internet's so bad. I, I um. It's like what six megabytes per second? Not even. Not even. My phone is. That's my phone. My phone is six. This fucking bullshit is three to five. <laughs> that's three to five. That's a motherfucking Motorola Razor bitch. Are you kidding me? I stopped. So I. I this is uh, gonna be fun for everyone to hear. But I haven't been masturbating because a lot of the hotels we've been like in the south or in Ohio. Ohio or whatever and like the internet sucks dick in a lot of these places at these hotels so I'm just like I go to watch porn and then I'm like there's no porn and then I'm like I have to use my imagination and I can't look at any of the nudes on my phone because they make me sad and I'm like I want to jack off not kill myself so Oh my god, that was so sad. So, then I'm like trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see women that have poor relationships with their father that I don't know, you know, not the ones (laughs) that I do know. So, so anyway, I go to jack off and it's like I'm loading up on Pornhub, trying to load up a one minute clip at 280p. I'm just like watching these two 16 bit Mario characters fuck. It's it's like the worst part of Japanese porn is all of it. It's like God. You don't even know. My fucking internet is so fucking bad here. Last night I was trying to watch porn because I was feeling sad and horny, which is like mm, a mood. And it was so slow that it wasn't even giving me pixels. It was giving me a frozen, pixelated screen and screen and like continued on. I was just gonna say like, the, the worst. Is, <laughs> the worst is when it goes black or just stops and you've just got like a pixelated dick and then it keeps going like oh yeah and she's really getting into it. You're like wow, she's getting fucked as hard as I am right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I was like, this is literal fucking bullshit. I cannot believe this is happening. I can't believe it's 2015 and I am in 2007. I am just like fucking confused. So the last time I tried to jack off was, I want to say... And I wasn't even trying to jack off last night. I was just trying to like. Oh yeah, you watch porn for the love of the game, you fucking creep. So I was trying to. Ja- yeah, I'm not the only. Oh uh, whatever. So I was trying to jack off. Oh man, I want to say it was in Ohio, in Columbus, or something. And like the internet wasn't working, and I was trying to like. I have a roommate, so I'm trying to like. Oh, I had some alone time, and I was like, I've got an. I've got like 30 minutes. I'm gonna crush out this. This. I'm just gonna j- jerk it so hard, like half soft if you pull it fast enough something will come out right <laughs> so, so I'm just like throwing rope at myself <laughs> so sad I'm in Ohio yeah yeah I'm just like beating my dick like it owes me money I'm fucking trying to get this going I'm loading it up and the scene is loading and it's like actually like high quality I was like no way and I'm just like let it go let it go watch it and then as the camera like pans down it does that horrible i fast forward through these where they go behind the guy and then they look like at a close-up of the girls getting penetrated from like underneath where it's like it's just like balls and it was warm they were filming in florida i think because he was loose he was just like a fucking a bag of marbles a long like uh jose cuervo bag of marbles there were so many there were so many wrinkles an impossible amount of wrinkles I think you meant crown oil. oil. Yeah, I, you know, I'm sober. I don't know what I'm doing. So anyway, yeah, and it just like it fucking cuts at the part where he's full penetration, or no, no, when he's the least amount of penetration, like right before the downstroke. So it's just like I've got so much sweaty shaft and ball sack. I've got gooch, Mm -hmm. like. And you know when there's like a lot of uh, wrinkles and lines in the gooch? If you count those, you can see how old he is. But. And he was. <laughs> anyway there's it was horrific and uh, it just paused right at that point and i started laughing so hard that i was like there's no way this is gonna happen so and i, I know some people yeah. are like shane why don't you just jack off on your phone and i honestly i probably could because it would be faster than the internet but there's something about like the I'm the kind of, like, weirdo that needs to sit really close to the TV when I play video games, and I'm also the same way with porn, so, like, I can't, the small screen, like, I'm just like, what am I even doing? It doesn't do it for me, so I was just like, you know what is a sign from someone, somewhere, that I should just uh, not, and so... I will, I will eventually blow a load that will kill someone, but in the meantime, here I am. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I'm just going to be... (laughs) You know the movies when they get in gunfights and there's people just like calmly sitting in their hotel rooms when a bullet hole start coming through the wall? That'll that'll be me when I eventually jack off. I'm just going (laughs) to blow a hole through a wall. Good, Mm -hmm. good, good. Collateral damage. Yeah, it's like, what? Did you just say the word of the day? Because you're about to get gacked double dare style.
Oh my god, beautiful. Actually, Thank beautiful. you. Oh my god, you want to know a fun fact that also is not really fun, but I wanted to tell you anyway. What? Someone, a new hire at my work, um, was on motherfucking Double Dare and got motherfucking slimed. I was just going to say, you know what would be a fun sexual line? It's just going to be like, I like to, <laughs> I like my sex like I like the Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> More than one person gets slimed. <laughs> Gross. Oh, nasty. Because you're a pedophile with the kids in there. Mm. No, I'm trying to slime Will Smith and, <laughs> you know, high profile mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Speaking of high-profile people, we have Patreons this month. Oh, shit. Should we fucking read that, them shits off? That may have sounded like it was coming from 10,000 miles away because I was stretching. <sighs> and now I'm yawning. Anyway. Wow. Big yawn into the microphone. Not no, editing any it. of this out, everyone. We go raw. We, You know what? I like my podcast like I like my sex. Raw and unprotected. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah. If there's not a chance it'll ruin my future, I don't want to do it. I don't it. want it. I don't want it. Um, yeah, I hope that everyone can hear through my yawns and coughing how much I've been working and how hard it is and how much I hate it. But I could not survive even in this misery if it wasn't for Patreon. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you financially are straight up actually depending on the Patreon at this point. Yep. Um, I living alone, not successful. (laughs) I am not depending on the Patreon, but I'll tell you, I live in New York and it is not easy. And the Patreon is really, um, coming in clutch. So if you support us on Patreon, no joke, uh, we need you. (laughs) No pressure, but if you leave us, we will buy. No one will die. No one will die first. Absolutely, quickly. I will die in close second, slowly and painfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Anyway, so if you want to support us, whatever on you're Patreon, doing right now, it sounds like you're dropping the mic a bunch. Oh my bad. I was uh I was adjusting something because my laundry smells, and I was picking up my basket and turning it. I'll make sure to face the mic more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I worked out two days in a row, and here's the thing about being real, real sad and alone and working is you can work out, and yeah, it does it border on self harm. Probably, but can anyone tell? No. So it's mm-hmm. fine because yeah. it's health. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. I get to be that 14 year old cutter I never got to be, but as an adult, mm-hmm. and it's me running five miles so hard on a treadmill yeah. that a lady asks me if I'm okay afterwards. Good. <laughs> good. Yeah. It's never it's good too times. late to start living your dreams, however sad they may be. Thank you. You're so welcome. Okay, um, so speaking of Patreon, I've got Zach Droll. Oh, you know what's not droll? How Zach supports us on Patreon? That's cool. More like Zach cool. Is droll even a word? Yeah, droll is like a word you use to describe like something that's kind of like boring or not as interesting as you might have thought it have been. Oh, well, I bet Zach has none of those things. Yeah, yeah, Zach, it's the opposite of those things. He's like a bizarro version of himself. Uh, Also, read a fucking book, Noel. No. (laughs) 
I shouldn't be the person who knows things. Uh, also, hey, shout out to someone's daughter. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And, they, and yeah, that's something I would say here on the podcast and also in a strip club. Mm-hmm. What's up, someone's daughter? Shouts out to strippers everywhere. Y'all are the MVPs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether you're the Cardi B version or what, we support or- you. Or the stripper, or the first stripper that ever gave me a lap dance to Britney Spears Toxic when I was 17 years old and had snuck into a strip club and didn't realize that it wasn't okay that she pulled my pants open like like she grabbed me by the like belt loop, pulled my pants and my underwear so that she could see my dick and then she spit on it and then let it snap back and then gave me a lap dance. I didn't know that that wasn't normal. And that's how you became a man. Yeah, she sure did make me one. Woo! Wow. Atlanta is wild. Yeah, who doesn't like their traumas with a little bit of spit on their dick? Yeah, just a little bit of hepatitis with your lap dance. There you go. You know who doesn't have hepatitis is Anna Rivera. Oh, I... River. River? Rivera. Anna Rivera. Rivera, for sure. I don't know. Or she's Anna of Rivia, like like Geralt from The Witcher 3. That'd be cool, too. Yeah. What's this guy's name? Jay Merrick. Or Lady. It could be Jessica Merrick. It could be Justine Merrick. It could be James Merrick. It could be... Jay Merrick. Jay Merrick reached out to us on Twitter, and I don't want to say he's Spider-Jedi, but I also want to say he might be Spider-Jedi. Are you being serious? Yeah. Whoa. Well, not not real Spider-Jedi. No. Real Spider-Jedi doesn't have access to the internet. (laughs) I was going to say, real Spider-Jedi just Googles Hot Wheels. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He Googles Hot Wheels and he makes TikToks. There's no way he's on Twitter. (laughs) I I just would love, I need to find real Spider-Jedi. Yeah, Jay Merrick did cosplay as Spider-Jedi. By the way, speaking of TikTok... Man, what a wild app. I was like, fuck TikTok. What is this Vine wannabe shit? Now I'm like, can't get enough TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. There's some wild fucking stuff going on. I will say, uh, also, my roommate, MacArthur, has taught me a lot about TikTok. And uh, also, the amount of videos of people dying I've seen probably quintupled since I moved in with him. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, Mac sends me the best TikToks, and it always helps me through the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. So shout out to Mac Arthur for being our, our for being our like just, content provider. Yeah, yeah. He's he's really dialed into the internet. Uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on with him. I I need to make sure he's not doing stuff on the dark web. But he in the probably meantime, is. Fun. Oh yeah, for Pretty sure. sure he is. You know who might not be doing stuff on the dark web? Uh, me. Mackenzie Nelson. Oh, I think she for sure is on the dark web. Do you think? What is yeah. she doing on the dark web? She's probably a Selling... hit woman. Oh. Wow. Were you going to say that she was a prostitute? No, I was going to say selling drugs. Oh, no one named Mackenzie sells drugs. Come on now. Every girl named Mackenzie sells drugs. Mackenzie Nelson is hiding her Adderall on the back of a DVD of Pineapple Express and sending it out to people through the dark web. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of overhead. How many Pineapple Express DVDs do you have to buy? 
you could go to Greywell right now or your local FYE and probably get about five for three dollars. <laughs> Why doesn't she use a different movie to sell them? She could use like uh, what movie could she use? That she could use the newest Star Wars. Go to FYE, ask for it, and they'll just give her twenty copies for free. That's true. That's true. Because they need to get rid of them. Or you know what? And then she can do whatever she wants. I was actually at Family Dollar just yesterday because that's where I shop now, baby. Walmart's too expensive for me. So I was at Family Dollar yesterday. And you know what they had DVDs of? Hmm. Ron White's comedy special. Wow. And I just like. Look at that. Not only can Mackenzie go get the DVDs of Ron White's comedy special at Family Dollar to put her drugs into and send across the world over the dark web, but I'd also like to think that maybe one day you, Shane, your comedy special will be at the Family Dollar on DVD. God, I can only hope. I forgot that I'm on iTunes, and I think that when I was first on iTunes, I don't know how to check the ratings to see the highest I've ever been, but... um. I went to check to see if I was in the top of anything on iTunes, and I am certainly not. But Ron White definitely is, so good for um, him. I would I like to, I aspire to that. Um, before we finish these last three Patreons, I just want to let everyone know, because um, as Shane said, we don't edit these episodes, so this part's about to stay in. Shane's comedy special is on TikTok. So if you go on TikTok, oh, you God. can make videos where you are lip-syncing Shane's comedy special. And I would love to see how many people <laughs> listen to the podcast would do that. Because the fun thing about TikTok and Shane's comedy special being on that is we get a clear snapshot of who his audience truly is. <laughs> and typically it's people who are wearing Monster Energy Drink snapbacks with a tap-out shirt, a poopy shell necklace, and no teeth. And it is very exciting. And I super love it. So I would love to see that content coming. So if you have a TikTok... TikTok. You're really cutting out, by the way. Am I? Yeah, are you, you really were. Are you fucking no, you, pausing me on purpose? You, you're like drought. You're like getting all garbled. Motherfucker. <laughs> I know you're you getting, No, I'm not. Are you getting too close to the mic? No. I'm in the same exact spot. You're just over here trying to ruin me, fucking I'm telling not. everyone. All that needs to come through is if you have a TikTok, make a TikTok. Shane's Comedy Special is on TikTok. Please, on the Discord, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, share you doing these lip syncs, preferably cosplaying as what you think Shane's fans look like. So the one that I saw in particular was definitely a puka shell necklace, tap out t-shirt and monster energy drink snapback with a hoop earring. One single one. So if you think that you have when that outfit in your closet... One Please put that on. Hoop earring is cool. And recreate that. No, nope. yeah, I mean, that guy thought it was. So let let me know what that's about. Um, best one. I'll make Shane put on his Instagram story. I mean, if people make if people make fun TikToks of me, I will put them on my Instagram. The TikToks I've seen of me, uh, whew. they're great. I listen. I appreciate everyone who likes me. I've cornered a certain type of person mm -hmm. on TikTok. Anyway, yeah. I would say the fans that come to see me live. Well, they have the money to have a car to get to the comedy well, club. Like what, <laughs> the people who are doing the fans of you that are on TikTok making videos can't go within ten feet outside of their front door because they're on house arrest currently. Yeah, the ankle monitor. 
wow. which you are performing in too close hey, to an elementary school. You're really, really getting gar. I don't know if you're like doing something different or I'm doing absolutely nothing different. So that is great to know. And yeah, here. yeah, you're getting garbled sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what do we got next here? We can talk about okay. Let's my we've fan, got cast. greatest fans in the world. Wait, we've got cast. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You you stole it. I was going to talk about Cass. You know what you can't... I'm talking about Cass. Cass, you can't spell it without ass. Oh, hey, that's you literally what I was going to say. Uh, Joel C. Derek. Sorry, I don't have my glasses on. Joel? Joel? Joel. 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 Oh, go read a book. <laughs> I literally just said I couldn't read it because my glasses are not. And then you start throwing out insults. I didn't say anything. I told you to read a book. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, you want to read the next name? Lucas Silva. It's Lucius Silva, but sure. No, Read it's a not. fucking book. <laughs> No, it's not. No, it really is. It's L-U-C-I-U-S, isn't it, Lucius? Nope. Yep. Get fucking wrecked, bitch. You know, you're talking shit and then immediately making the same mistake Cotton made. Read a fucking no, book. No, never. You can't see it? Never. No, no one can see it, but I'm doing the fucking robot in my room right now. Celebratory robot. You can't dance. Stop lying, everyone. No, I can't. We have... We have to fucking hurry on this fucking episode, bitch. I am paying for fucking hotspot internet right now. You can't listen. We have four. We have close to forty minutes of episode left, uh, and it's gonna happen how it's gonna happen. So, <laughs> what do we want to talk about? Let's talk about. Do you uh, want to talk about your show? No, we'll do that at the end of the episode. Okay, great. We did want to shout out Haley Elizabeth, who's been helping us edit these episodes so that there's no weird audio drift and trying to make them less shitty as we fucking figure shit out. As we're in the middle of moving, Shane was moving two weeks ago. I'm moving currently. My internet's bullshit. Life is bullshit. Recording is not easy. And she has helped us out so much. And also, you may have seen her edit some super fun pictures. Um, She does all that fantastic graphic image stuff. So if you or your business or you want her to make you a cool photo, um, check her out on Instagram or Facebook. She did edit my face on Cardi B's body and my parents thought that was real. (laughs) They thought that was me. And I was like, do you think I got rid of all of my tattoos and then got like a new one on my leg? My mom was like, you know how sometimes they can edit your tattoos out? What? That's what I thought they did. They thought. So congrats. You genuinely tricked my parents. They literally, my parents don't know me at all. So much so that they thought a picture of Cardi B was me. And I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. It's a compliment in that they thought that I looked like Cardi B, an insult that my parents have no idea who I am. So thank you so much, Haley, for that fantastic Photoshop image. I love it. Um, if you want a cool photoshopped image of your face on Cardi B or your face on anything for that matter, hit her up. I like that your parents were like, is it, is it her face on someone else's body? No, it's her tattoos removed. That's the yeah. wizardry yep. here. I can't even tell you. It was a 45 minute conversation with both of my parents on speaker and them arguing because my dad was like, I told you, Amy, I told you the tattoos didn't match up, Amy. I told you, didn't I say? And my mom's like, you don't know. And I was just like, can I die now? Why Why am I involved in this conversation? Mm. And they sent it to my family. 
My mom sent it to that, like literally, Haley, if you're listening to this, this is so fucking real, bitch. My mom sent that picture that you photoshopped of my face on Cardi B's body to all of my family being like, look how beautiful Noelle is. Her modeling is really taking off. She's done such a great job with at the gym. Look how in shape she is. I mean, you're actually more in shape right now than Cardi B is in that photo, honestly. Well, I don't have that body, I'll tell you that much. My fucking ass and tits left the building. Oh my God, you're ridiculous. Okay, should we start this episode? Yes. So, last time we left off in The Last Jedi, we ended at the worst scene in the whole entire movie, which was when Luke threw the fucking lightsaber and said, fuck you, Ray, fuck you, Chewie. By the way, Han Solo's dead. Shane, hello? Call Shane Smith. Which Shane Smith? Calling Shane Smith. It dropped you. I'm still going. No, I was still going. I just stopped the recording. I'm still going. It's still saying I'm at 25 minutes right now. Weird. Okay. Everything record. is perfect. Nothing went wrong. We didn't have to record this in two parts. Why would you ever say that, Shane? That's insane. I know. There's no possible way we spent an hour manically trying to salvage one of these recordings yeah we didn't wow. yeah today but, has been hard do you think we've angered the nerd gods by having this opinion i'm assuming that that's the only explanation i can come up with <laughs> really um, wow life be like that sometimes huh yeah life be like <laughs> that too much too much too often like <laughs> life be like that all the time so anyway um last episode we left off at not last uh recording where it fucked up Last episode we left off, Luke had just thrown the lightsaber and told everyone to fuck off, and we were updated that Han Solo is dead. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) That's all so depressing. On top of what just happened, it's like, no, listeners, we didn't both separately need to take breaks to cry by ourselves in our apartments across the country. Why would you ever think that? Why would you ever? Why would you ever think that my life is anything but a perfect fucking fairy tale? Ooh, so what a rough night. What a rough time. But you know what? I'm not Han Solo. I didn't get fucking crazy hard stabbed by my son. And I'm not Luke Skywalker. Time will only tell. Never say never. Oh, man. The only reason to have a child. (laughs) To be killed by them. Patricide. Or matricide? Is it? I don't know. Patricide? Matricide would be, mother. yeah, yeah, no, no. Matricide is is uh, I think if your wife kills you or yeah. you kill your wife. Patricide is when you kill your family or your parents. I think. Anyway, no, no, I don't think about killing my parents as often as I probably should. Yeah, there you go. 
so yeah, um, we left off. Uh, Luke was being a dick, and she was like, "Train me," and he's like, "No." And then she, uh, what the fucking Chewbacca, shows up and convinces him. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> you doing okay? I'm not going to bed right now. Are you ready? Yeah. You're picking up on this. You're picking up on the summary with Leia Demotes Poe. I can't read it. <laughs> it's too far away. What part of you just got glasses is not? You're gonna have to do like what my mom does with her cell phone and like turn the font up to 27. Well, no, because I have to keep. I can't. The microphone gets blown out if I get close to it. Can you? Yeah. Turn turn that font up, boy. Oh my god. Everything sounds fine so far. Okay, so Leia demotes Poe as a result of his actions with the Dreadnought. And this is what I specifically wanted to highlight earlier because it's something that every single person that every single person who's watched the movies keeps forgetting is that Poe fucked up and that's why he was demoted. Yeah. Yeah, and he did fuck up. Um, I mean, we've already discussed this, but it's just like a whole... A whole situation. So, um, moments later, the First Order ship catches up to the Resistance after tracking their hyperspeed. Something that uh, I didn't even know. Is that a thing in the other movies? Doesn't matter. The First Order deploys their TIE Fighters to attack. Kylo flies in his own TIE Fighter and prepares to launch the killing strike against the Resistance leaders. But he uh, he pulls back after sensing Leia on board. And it's like, Which is kind of sweet. I mean, it is weird that he's like, I'll murder my father, but not my mother. But then again, he's had time to think on it, you know, and he's less emotional. The other TIE fighters fire upon them, causing a blast that sucks the Rebel leaders into space to their deaths. Um, this is also like a weird, like, why are, why is the deck vulnerable to light fire from fighters? Yeah. Again, this is back to The Last Jedi is both functioning in the technology of 1802 and current day Star Wars sci-fi. Yeah, I don't... So I'm having a hard time remembering. um, I think that at one point in uh, Return of the Jedi, like an A-wing rams the flight deck, and then he goes through the shield. But I don't think energy weapons can make it through the... They don't explain a lot how naval combat works in Star Wars. So I'm going to go ahead and let it go. But it does... There's a part of you that's like, why don't they just do that all the time? (laughs) Like, what what are you guys doing? Just kill everybody. Well, then that goes back to how this movie ends, where you go, why don't they just do that all the time if that's a tactic of war why don't they do that every single time anyway also anyway anyway they, they don't board the ship they just attack it with tie fighters that's weird you'd think they would send boarding parties like they have in every other thing like anyway consistency is not the point of this movie. it's just so i think that a lot of star wars is like oh well why doesn't this happen and you just kind of let it go it's not like star trek where they're trying to think it through right but that, and that's yeah. totally yeah. fine because when the major plot points make sense you let the weird small stuff go you're like yeah he has it he fucking fights with the sword in the future who cares it's awesome but that gets harder and harder to do when you keep asking the the watch the the person watching the show to suspend their disbelief for weird stuff like 
yeah. uh, that doesn't make sense or that it's just outright frustrating. Anyway. Yeah. Also, are you are you hitting your mic for some reason? Oh, sorry. No, I, I, I might have been because uh, so, I'm like having to lean in to see my computer screen because my computer has to be far away from my mic. Everyone recording. What a nightmare. My computer gets here next week and recording will be much better and much easier at least on my end for you at least on my yeah. end <laughs> uh for you um anyway i wanted to point out in this scene because this is the like uh leia gets fucking projectile thrown out of the fucking ship and then she uh magically floats back all unconscious <laughs> and i didn't i didn't know if this was a scene that was written this way or they adjusted it this way because Carrie Fisher had actually died in real life. And so they didn't want to be like insensitive and kill off her character. Like this scene is so fucking stupid to me. Like the way that she like David Blaine floats back into the ship. I just find it so unbelievably ridiculous and stupid. And I genuinely want to know if this was the original way they had it planned well, no, cause she, or if they had her dying. Don't, doesn't she wake up later? Yeah, she wakes up later. But So they wrote it. They wrote it like that for sure. So. I mean, I would imagine. So stupid. I bet you, and you there is a chance that they were going to kill her in the original script uh -huh. And then in the rewrite that uh, what's his name Ryan did Johnson when they when they changed the movie changed hands that he was like no 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 and then yeah. she's unconscious but yeah when Ryan but then he was like no she's unconscious but the force is going to save her yeah that makes perfect sense it does feel like it was a rewrite it just this whole entire movie feels like no one cares but this scene in particular is another one where i'm like what the fuck are we doing here people yeah it is weird because it's like is she so she doesn't do it herself because she's that she's uncon i'm assuming so are they telling us she's not oh, no the force would the force would protect her yeah but that's so weird because her midichlorian are all in sync that's... and so her midichlorian are fucking protecting her they're the ones who floated her back into the spaceship it's duh it's just so weird because there were thousands of jedi before and like that in order 66 came down and it was like well they all, the Force was like, whatever with these guys. And then yeah. all the Sith died, but the Force was kind of like, whatever with those guys. So, But the Force was like, yeah. here's the deal with this chick. Sick hair. Yeah, I just really feel like she had her midichlorian in sync and in check with her third eye. Yeah. Which is like the one of like crystal energy healing. So, you know, maybe try harder is what I'm trying to say to all those Jedi who died. Yeah, yeah. Or here's what I think happened. Uh, there, She was keeping magnets in her pussy. Mm, yeah. And then you know the magnets were just totally right. pulling her back into the ship as magnets do. I think thank you so the other tie fighters are upon them causing a blast uh all the rebel leaders die but leia the force doesn't care about anyone else's life means nothing leia pulls her uh yeah but she goes i don't is she unconscious before or during 
she's unconscious when the explosion happens. She's knocked unconscious and her unconscious body floats out into space. And then a floaty is on back like a boomerang. Okay. So then Ray and Kylo begin to feel a connection in which they can see and communicate with each other, which uh, new force powers uh, that make no sense. Why, why would they be connected? I mean, I guess. Okay. So this, they might, it gets, slightly explained later in the movie but i genuinely feel like this connection between ray and kylo was an original jj abrams thread that was supposed to because like if i'm being 2000 percent real i think that jj abrams had written ray in as um because like if we're following star wars history she jumped into the millennium falcon and knew how to drive it automatically like it doesn't like that there was something to that thread that they placed that J.J. Abrams placed in our fucking oh, minds. And I genuinely think that he was going to have Ray be like a love child of Han Solo, like after him and um, Leia split up because they weren't really like together is what I'm collecting. Mm-hmm. And that maybe um, Ryan Adams like saw, he liked the idea of them having like a connection in a way that like, Leia and Luke did because if we're following Star Wars tradition incest has to happen before they find out that they're siblings so like the weird connection between Rey and Kylo was going to like they were going to have a little makeout moment and then find out that they were related in some way shape or form or maybe that Rey was Luke's daughter or something I really do think that J.J. Abrams was trying to plot this like Ray is more important of a person than a nobody that she is connected to like the Royal family of star Wars lore. And that's why she has all of these abilities. And like, that's why she's actually the chosen one, you know, like in all like books and plays and prophecies, like when it goes wrong, it's because like, they're like the chosen one is within you. And then that person thinks it's them but what that prophecy really means is their offspring. Like we're close, but we're not at the epicenter. And so like, maybe that's what Ray was. She was supposed to be the Jedi who brings force or like the equal um, equality and peace within the force. And because she's related to like Luke or Han or, or or Luke or Leia, you know what I mean? Like I genuinely think that that was a real thing. (coughs) And then Ryan Adams I, just shit all over it. In the ex- in the extended universe, um, Leia and Han Solo have twins. So then Ray would have been like maybe same maybe same shit. Maybe like together they were too powerful, so they had to separate them. Like who fucking knows? I genuinely feel like there was something to Kylo and Ray and. And J.J. Abrams was trying to plot all those seeds with us and that maybe they do have this thicker, crazier sibling connection that we kind so wait, of what's, have slightly seen with like What's the what's the explanation? The ex- of the-, so the explanation later is that Snoke purposely put them in contact with each other. He's the one. Snoke says that he right before they fight in the Red Room, spoiler alert, um, Snoke says that he's the one who put the connection between them because he purposely wanted to bring um, Ray into it. Okay. Um, I sure. That's 
I mean, isn't it? Isn't that such a flimsy explanation? And like, it's really lazy writing. Well, just like how being like Kylo's getting mad at Ray, and he's like, "You know that you're fucking a nobody, and your parents are nobodies." Oh my god! So you've just been edging us on who Ray's parents are for three motherfucking movies just to have three seconds of dialogue, being like, "You're an orphan of nobodies, and nobody fucking cares." Like that is lazy writing and i genuinely think that's fucking ryan adams abandoning like the you mean johnson ryan johnson ryan johnson that's what i meant ryan johnson abandoning like the beautiful fucking story arcs that jj abrams was attempting to do well i mean even if i mean she doesn't even have to have like her parents she could be an orphan of no one but they could like make it interesting they were just like you're a nobody and that was the end though we don't know like what the thread in the next movie is obviously but it is i think the whole snoke Snoke put us in contact with each other but snoke also doesn't like he doesn't he's not privy to these conversations how does his power work why does he want ray there again is he trying to like i it just it's all super weird writing i just i don't know anyway so um they have a connection, and it's really cheesy and dumb. And they don't like the the way they communicate is really like unhelpful. Neither of them are trying to do anything. Like th- their conversations are useless. Yeah, I like, mean, they're... useless as in we get to see Kylo Ren's weird shaped body and high waisted black leggings and firstly nipples. he looks pretty svelte like he's fucking he's stacked right he's like a thick dude are you really trying to tell me you think fucking kylo ren looks good in that weird ass hologram scene with his pepperoni nipples and fucking oh my god firstly talking a lot of shit about nipples right now yeah throwing stones what kind of house are you living in? Are you trying to tell me right now that I have pepperoni <laughs> nipples like fucking Kylo Ren, bitch? I don't know. I, I don't remember what his nipples look like, I'll be honest. Pepperonis, but, um, bitch. I'm fucking I just, telling I do, you. I do remember that there's a scene where she's like, ugh, can you put on a shirt? And yeah, it's like, and okay, that, are that we scene, three? That's that scene because he has weird pepperoni nipples. Are you 12 years old? It's so weird that like, just you're a grown woman. That's what you're going to say? Oh, the guy with the sh- his shirt off, that's uncomfortable. Not the fact that he could be watching you at any point, that you have no idea what's going on, that this could be a trick, that your life may be in danger. Like, oh, to put a shirt on, please. You fucking weird bitch. So, the, anyway, these scenes are off. They're just, like, off-putting. I remember her saying, can you put a shirt on? And I was like, What? So many more important things are going – that would be like if I teleported to your room right now from across New York in our world and you were like, oh, why Why are you dressed like that? It'd be like, no, first question, how the fuck did I get here? Yeah. So with Luke not wanting to have anything to do with the Force or the Jedi, R2 plays in Leia's original message to Obi-Wan Kenobi to persuade Luke to help. Uh, Luke senses Rey's power and eventually agrees to give her lessons in the way of the Jedi and why it must end. Uh, it's just so weird. It's so weird, this whole situation with Luke and Rey, and, like, Luke is, like, even worse Yoda. It, it's just... Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Also, if Luke is so done, why did he have a lightsaber? I 
well, I don't, I feel like he, well, he just threw his off. He got rid of it. And then he threw, threw his off the side of the fucking cliff. Oh, okay. So he imagined his lightsaber or no, he never had a lightsaber right? when he fought no, he in the end. Anyway, so with Leia out of commission, um, <laughs> interesting words here. I am BD. So, um, they, that's what they said. They said out of commission. Yeah, they literally did. <laughs> so Vice Admiral Holdo, uh, this is the purple-haired girl, assumes command of the resistance. Uh, and you say, and we should respect that she's the next in charge. Um, yeah, yeah I, that's how the military works. I agree that you're supposed to uh, follow the, the chain of command. If she's in charge, <laughs> she's in charge. Meanwhile, Finn attempts to hop on an escape pod. He is found by uh, the mechanic, Rose, who's uh, mourning her dead sister. Rose is a big fan of Finn, seeing him as a resistance hero. <laughs> However, uh, when she zaps, she zaps him with her taser when she's realizing he's trying to escape. Which, yeah. why? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, said, I said why here, because <coughs> I remember this scene happening, and her being like, oh my god, you're Finn, you're the resistance fighter, and he's all in a panic, like, yeah, I gotta fucking go, I gotta fucking go, and he, she's like, no, you can't leave, and then just fucking zaps him. Yeah, it is weird. It's like, why Why can't he leave? Yeah, why? Like, I don't understand. The, resist, you, the resistance is... Of... So much, and he's like, the resistance needs me, and you're like, nope, not today, though. Also, it's a volunteer army. Like, if he wants to desert, I guess, does she, like... What does she care? She's like, no, you gotta stay here and die with us. Yeah, you gotta stay here and die with all of us. It is weird. It does seem like, um, it, it's just kind of like a, hey, all oh, girl stopped him. Like, I don't know. It's just like a weird I'm more, It more sounded like, uh, back to that good old lazy fucking writing. No, it is weird. And it's also like really comical or whatever instead of like him. And he doesn't explain what he's doing. Like no he, one explains anything yeah. ever. It, I mean, the stakes are so high. You know she's going to try to stop you. Explain it to her. But no. He's, Would it, but wouldn't you also think that she would be the last person to stop him because she's like a fan? Yeah. I it mean, makes no sense. Anyway, we can't, <clears throat> we can't pick apart how one specific sentence in the whole entire line of dialogue makes no sense when the whole entire movie is a platter of makes no sense. Finn notes that the First Order is tracking him through hyperspeed, and they can't make another jump because they are dangerously low on fuel, and the First Order will find them anyway. With Poe's help, they contact Maz Kanta for, or Kanata for assistance, but she's in the middle of a fierce battle. She does tell them that she knows a codebreaker on Kanto, uh, Kanto Bite. Is that, that's what it's called. Kanto Bite that can help them. And they need to find him... Where it, uh, wearing a particular symbol. It is weird that it's like, oh, you can't call him? Yeah, you can't call him like you just called me. Also, go on this weird side quest. Who rolled what? What was the roll here? Did someone roll like a fucking four? And that's why we have to go on this weird side quest that makes no fucking sense? Also, if the, I'm es if the escape pods work like that, why is it everyone just escaping on the pods into hyperspace in all different directions, like when the police busted your high school parties? Yeah. That's weird to me that they're like, let's not save lives. 
Let's just... I literally have never even thought about that. Like they all just get in the pods and just everyone takes off left, right, up, down, sideways. Just like how they're designed. Yeah. To do. Scatter. And if the and, and if the pods can go to hyperspace away and then hyperspace back. Yeah. What's going on here? So or, or their their plan wasn't to hyperspace away or send a they're the resistance. All the resistance is there. They don't have commandos with them. Why don't you have commandos go away, try and hijack a ship and come back to fight? Or because why don't they leave? Them all. But why can't they leave and put fuel into something and come back? Yeah, the put fuel into something and come back. So that they have fuel to that escape. That is a fucking 7,000 IQ idea that no one has. <laughs> I just like, oh, oh, we can just go get fuel. Maybe. No. No, why would we do that when we can go to this random fucking planet no one has ever heard of to find a person no one cares about who's wearing a particular symbol that no one knows what it is? Yeah, and that you have the time to do this shit. Yeah, like what yep. the fuck? We have time for a side quest with absolutely no plot development, no story arc, and it's completely pointless. Let's go, guys. Fucking wild. So anyway, Ray's first lesson sees Luke attempting to show her to feel the Force and control it. Ray is able to see visions and manipulate small pebbles as she achieves balance. However, she soon sees a vision of herself being pulled toward the dark towards a dark pit. With Luke trying to break her out of it, the pit spews water and snaps Ray out of the vision. This is reminiscent of Luke's time on Dagobah. Uh-huh. Um, which is like I'm here for. This sequence seems very at home in the movie. Yeah. Luke says, and then even this sequence was one of the few, like genuinely beautiful, well thought out scenes where she's like near that black. Pit. Yeah. Luke says she saw the dark side of the force and she didn't even try to stop herself. He tells her he has seen something like this once before and it didn't scare him then as it does now. And I think he's referencing himself. I, that's what we would think because we, understand how this star wars lore works but i feel like this is the writing into his kylo issue because remember he hates kylo because of a vision that's why he tried to kill him because we looking at this we reading this synopsis say oh he's referencing himself and his time doing the same training as she did no no but like this I'm referencing that he saw the vision of Kylo and that it was actually the dark side of the force oh, fucking with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that he yeah. went towards the vision and almost killed Kylo and then he pushed Kylo over the edge. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, you're right on that. So that he failed as a Jedi because he was trusting his ability to use the force to see uh, into the future or the possibilities of things, which is kind mm -hmm. of like how i mean yoda references it in the first three movies when he's they're like um the, the dark side of the force is clouding our ability to be clairvoyant or see things as they're coming like yeah. jedi aren't super fast they're clairvoyant they can see into the future yeah. that's why um anakin can race pods he's not reacting fast he's seeing it before it happens so 
that's the idea is that the more powerful you are, the the better you are at this ability to kind of predict how things will go or see the see several possibilities into the future. And that Darth Sidious was such a powerful Sith that he was finding ways to u- manipulate the dark side of the Force to cloud and yeah, because the, the Force is like the internet or, or like a. Well, let's just say the force is like a pool of water that's pure, and then the Sith were polluting the water, making it hard to see. So yeah, that is so. Then Luke is trying to do that, and then he's been tricked by the dark side, and he didn't even try to stop it. That's what I I thought he was referencing something like that, which would have been like interesting and like an actual conflict within a, the <laughs> character that would make sense. Uh, but in- no, that that takes too much foresight and insight, and you know, caring about what you're actually writing and trying to make a good story that people can connect to. Um, and that's clearly not what this movie is trying to do. So I think while your explanation is beautiful and eloquent and makes sense, I don't think it has anything to do with this garbage mm-hmm, heap of a movie mm-hmm. disguised as a Star Wars film. So, speaking of garbage heaps, Finn and Rose and BB-8 arrive at a casino on Canto Bight. Finn is impressed with the glitz and wealth of the casino. Ooh la la. Yeah. It's like Vegas, yeah. but in space, everybody. Yeah, space Vegas. By the way, like gambling is a completely normal thing in the galaxy it's all over the fucking place literally a hallmark of star wars like gambling yeah. is in the, a new hope they're playing the weird chess game that people play and gamble yeah on. but finn but we kind of like finn has been secluded because he was you know oh yeah i guess trooper. so so anyway he's like oh look at all these rich people this is wild but rose hates the place because only weapons dealers who sell to the empire are rich enough to gamble there but I know I like how this says the sells to the Empire, but then they reveal that like the weapon stealers sell to both sides. Yeah. That's how weapon stealers work. It is also yeah, spoiler alert. It is also home to a number of rotten people who take pleasure in misdeeds. I also think it's interesting that um they insinuate that weapons dealers sell to the uh new order when the empire would just press people into slavery yeah or be like give us weapons or we'll fucking kill you we're the empire we're the evil empire which is gangster and then the new order is like this weird like oh we're like the the cartels yeah like we sort of exist outside of the bounds of the law but we don't really control any planets or any people we just want to kill the resistance i guess here to fuck shit up I, it's so weird. Like, I don't know what the goals are. Do the Force Order control any planets? Do they, like, how do they get members? I just realized, like, I don't I don't understand what the First Order is up to. Do they just want to... Um, they're uh, up to no good in the neighborhood. Do they just want to, like, it would be cooler if they, like, explained it. Like, do they not desire to control territory because they just want to plunge the galaxy into lawlessness? Do they just yes. want revenge? Purify it. Purify it through the means of revenge. Like, do they want to destroy the Republic? I guess they did destroy several yeah. planets and killed, uh, I would assume, hundreds of billions of people in the first movie. Uh-huh. I don't know, man. It's all fucking... It's just like... I just want to evaporate planets. Just, like, let them do that, okay? It is pretty cool. Like, we're up in the ante. We evaporated, like, five planets instead of one, so that's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, so uh, misleadings, including cruelty to giant but gentle creatures called what are those called? Father ears. Fathiers, Fathier, I don't know. And they are Faith. they are forced to race and enslaved children who live with them in the stables are their caretakers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I wanted to stop here because um as someone who believes in animal rights and animal activism in, you know, fiction or nonfiction and believes that animal abuse, whether real or not, is not great. I think that this is the stupidest plot line that makes absolutely no sense and has no fucking purpose being here whatsoever. I really don't understand why our three fucking heroes are going on a shitty D&D fucking side quest like their fucking DM had to take a sick weekend out and it was filled in by like the overzealous asshole who thinks they know what's going on. And he was like, don't worry, guys, I've got the story. I'm going to take us on a side quest and it's fucking garbage and it makes no sense and it's wasted time. And it, literally what happens on this planet in this casino with this quote unquote code breaker is so fucking pointless that it, we could genuinely cut it out of the movie completely and even with it missing, the movie would make perfect sense, if not be more clear. Yeah, it is weird that they and they also like want to make. I didn't get the feeling that the that the casino people were that evil because <laughs> they just didn't like. Yeah, they didn't. They just looked rich. Job of the Hut seems more like. Do you not remember Job of the Hut? Like he was pretty evil. Yeah. Remember his palace where he yeah. had like slave women and all those poor aliens that were getting eaten and like people chained up playing music and like that was yeah. pretty scary. Remember how it was kind of scary. And then yeah. they were like, look at all yeah, these right. rich people. Here's some CG, badly CGI dinosaurs. I just love how they're... Yeah, they just made this like a weird New York City nightclub with like the fucking 1%. I'm just imagining like some big fat movie executive who's just got done making an actress watch him jack off. And then he's like, oh, Star Wars, do you know what made a lot of money? And he's puffing on a cigar and then he stops and he goes, Jurassic World. Can we get Jurassic World? Does it make sense for Chris Pratt to be in this movie? And then some guy was like, no, sir, it does not make sense. And he's like, do it anyway. And then the writers were like, we literally can't do that. And then he was like, well, put in dinosaurs and make make children hang out with the dinosaurs. Kids love dinosaurs. And then he puffs on his yeah. cigarette some more and then he just starts masturbating and making eye contact with all the grips on the movie set and everyone's staring at him and yeah. no one can look away no. until he finishes. Yeah. Welcome to Hollywood. Welcome to Hollywood, baby! <laughs> um, fucking horrific. Man, speaking of horrific, uh, I've got some shows. You want to talk? Yeah, about? let's talk about it. I'll Let's do it. Okay, so, hey, I'm going to be in Buffalo at Helium Comedy Club April 4th, 5th, and 6th. Also, hey, uh, March 29th, I'm going to be at Snow College in Ephraim. Do you go to Snow College and listen to this podcast? No. Nope. If so, that's a major sin you're committing, but come see me do that. Ah. Um, April 9th, 10th, and 11th, I'll be in Pennsylvania, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. April 13th, I'll be in Spokane, Washington, everybody. Come check that out, going back to Washington. Uh, April 20th, I'll be in Cody, Wyoming. Um, April 23rd, 24th, and 25th, I'll be back in Washington. I'll be in Richland, Tacoma, and Seattle. 
Um, May 6th, 7th, and 8th, I'll be in Kansas City, St. Louis, and Indianapolis. May 15th, 16th, 17th, I'll be in Charlotte, Greenville, and Atlanta. June 4th and 5th, I'll be in Dallas and Plano. And August, I'll be at the DC Comedy Loft, the 2nd and 3rd. Uh, drybarcomedy.com slash tour for details, y'all motherfuckers. Hell yeah. Um, so I have a thing on Saturday. Oh shit! What are you up to? Well, um, Saturday, April twentieth, at um, seven p.m., I will be on a panel with, um, as you know, Rachel and Kari and Des, and we're doing a gaming panel. And then um, that afternoon, that Saturday afternoon, um, we're going to be performing the KDA dance on the stage at comic-con so check that out we've only been working really hard on it so please support that i am so excited yeah me too i'm excited to get it over with not in like a bad way as in like uh there's a lot of pressure building and i want to relieve the pressure Mm -hmm. um speaking of relieving pressure do you know who would relieve the pressure of you having to worry about if your tattoos are good or not Oh my god, Casey Roy I think I know. <laughs> at Murder of Crows Tattoo in where where is she at? She's at six forty North Main in North Salt Lake, Utah, off six forty North Main Street in North Salt Lake, Utah. Oh shit, bitch. Go check that out. Could be fucking great. At Murder of uh, Crows Tattoo or at Casey underscore Roy underscore tattoos. Casey spelled K-A-S-E-Y. Oh my god. And are you did you just get a tattoo from Casey Roy? And what do you do after you get a tattoo? Because you've just gotten the best possible tattoo money could buy. You're definitely smiling. Yeah. Make sure those teeth are white. Okay. Absolutely. You can't be smiling out here looking like the people who make TikToks with my comedy. (laughs) Or you can. And if you do, please send me those TikToks of you cosplaying. But if you would like your smile, take your smile to the next level at Volo Studios. Devin Jade. I almost said Jevin Dade. (laughs) Jevin Dade. Here's the thing. She'll whiten your teeth so hard that it will increase the power of your orgasms. And that's a guarantee. Yeah, that's a guarantee. You sign that in the contract. And if you tell her you listen to the podcast, you get $50 off the $200 whitening service. She also does other like aesthetic makeups, like eyebrows and lip stuff and freckles and all that good shit. So check her out on Instagram. Fucking everyone, uh, support us on Patreon, review us on iTunes, follow us on social media. We fucking love you guys. Sorry that this episode uh, took four hours to record and that's not a lie i don't want to think really about want to, i don't want to think about that we literally spent an entire day recording this in our patreon episode we fucking love you without you guys we wouldn't be where we are in life it's official uh the podcast listeners have actually made a dent in our lives god damn hell yeah they have hell yeah so uh fucking yeah anything else you want to say um yeah Hail Satan. Fucking hail Satan, everybody. Hail Satan.